Hello everybody, welcome to episode 122 of What a Beautiful Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Andy. Welcome back to another magical episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. And last week, we were a little backed up, so we kind of uh, exploded all over part six. Uh, so yeah. it's nice to nice to be a little more relaxed this week, which is good. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so now that we have a little bit more time, Jack, how are you? What have you been up to lately? Oh, I'm great. It's cold. It's yeah? fucking cold. <laughs> I live on the East Coast where it has decided to be 20 degrees and... Sick. That's that's what's happening outside. Mm-hmm. So in response to that, I have retreated inwards. Uh, fortunately, the Smash Brothers has just come out. And I don't need a reason to leave my house anymore. Uh, yep. The Smash Brothers did come out. What What do you think about it, Jack? Tell me Tell me your thoughts. I love it mm-hmm. because, I well, one, I knew I would because all the, all the characters are there, all my favorites. And now that I have it in my hands, I realize all of my favorites are now monsters and completely, <laughs> like, better for no reason. Um Mr. Game and Watch, oh, mm. see me online. See me no, online. No, actively, actively avoid him. Actually, <laughs> uh, don't talk to Jack anymore. <laughs> if you they enjoy, if you enjoy playing Super Smash Brothers, don't talk to Jack. <laughs> oh God, they had no reason to, but they did, and I love it. And is uh, him and Isabel and We Fit Trainer. They, they're they all great. Everyone feels so good in this game. No one feels, like, bad, which is such an accomplishment, especially coming from 4, where they were just, like, bottom-tier characters. Mm-hmm. And Simon Belmont's here. <laughs> what, do oh, you, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's no secret that the number one thing I was most excited about for Smash Ultimate was Simon and Richter, and wow, they did. You got your sons. They did not disappoint. Oh my god. Arnold Schwarzenegger and his weird anime nephew are here <laughs> and I cannot believe how well they translated the game mechanics of classic Castlevania into a fighter. Um Yeah, they really did. Like the the strut, the the, the Belmont <clears throat> strut <clears throat> is <clears throat> perfect and it's in there. The the uh the uh, left and right tilt uh, attack is just the standard whip you know, mm-hmm. the whip throw, and it's, like, yeah. the exact uh, speed and feel as it has in the old games. Like, it's it's flawless. Like, I was able to pick them up and do the whip and knew exactly how to time it because it's the same. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this just makes sense to me. I've never had a Smash character that I played it, and I'm like, I immediately know how this works. The axe has the same arc. The cross has the same length. Like, everything is perfect, Jack. I'm so happy. So happy. It's a miracle. And not to mention that I'm in love with the the adventure mode. Really fun. I've played so much of it. And it's so clever and neat. And, like, yeah, it's just a bunch of battles over and over again. But they keep the battles interesting. And the map is, like, really well drawn and has a lot of neat little stuff in it i'm pleased i'm very pleased jack yeah they, they put so much love into this game it's a lot of the love that i thought was missing from smash 4 so a lot of the stuff 
a lot of the ambition that I really appreciated in Melee and Brawl is, is back here in this one. And I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, the fact that 4 was split up into two games really didn't help it. No, I, I, you know, when I think back to, to Brawl, for all the problems that that game had, it, uh, one of the problems was not its ambition. That's for damn sure. It had no, so much shit in there. it. It had so much shit in it. And I, I think that's part of why 4 underwhelmed me to an extent, is that all of the shit wasn't there, for lack of a better word. It, it sure just was like the base Smash Brothers experience refined and polished really well, so it was still great, but uh, mm -hmm. Ultimate brought back a lot of the extra stuff that really made uh, Melee and Brawl uh, important to me when they came out. So I've really been feeling feeling that classic I don't know that feeling. I, I I'm not good at articulating this. It's it's good, Jack. It's fine. I like it. It's it's got the legacy that you want for it, and like all of the really weird deep cuts of all the spirits are great. Oh my like, god! Seeing like the MGS five characters, like <laughs> it's I, so weird. <laughs> they played as like a damp Phil Yoshi. What do you want? <laughs> Yeah, this this the the spirits are really really fun to collect. I actually prefer them a lot to the trophies. Some people are annoyed they took the trophies out, but I think the spirits are really fun and the spirit board can get really addicting if you're not careful. I spent a lot of time just doing that. Oh, the the like the um the skill tree. Well, no, the spirit board is uh, if you go into the spirits menu, it's next to adventure mode, so it's basically just like uh, a bunch of the spirits are on a list and they have like a timer mm. on them so you can f do the spirit battle and get the spirit and then after a certain amount of time it like resets and like a whole bunch of new ones will appear oh shit and you can get like items to shuffle the board or like only bring out primary spirits or only bring out support spirits so you can just like basically keep doing that forever see that's that like just finding out new details about this like over and over oh can't can't wait yeah just to so not that you all secrets. didn't already buy this game but in case you haven't and you're on the fence this is the best smash brothers since melee and i think it's uh extremely extremely worth everybody's time and i don't know how they're gonna top this in the future <laughs> they're just gonna keep porting this it's fine yeah it's cool that's fine so in other news uh so they dropped a little snippet of the opening uh, music video from Kingdom Hearts 3, and I'm dead, Jack. I'm a shell of a man after watching it. <laughs> it I, it made me so emotional. And it has, this, the opening song is a collaboration between Utada Hikaru, who, who has done the previous Kingdom Hearts songs, and Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what do you even say to someone at this point that, like, watches that is not familiar with Kingdom Hearts and just like, what? That's that's my thing. That's my big hot take about Kingdom Hearts at this point is that if, it, if you don't already have an emotional attachment to it, just don't even bother. It's just... It's, it's so inscrutable. Yeah, it's, it's one of the, it's one of those things that's, that's really, un, un, like, really hard to describe because it's just had a really hard emotional impact on people myself included when we were really young and it's just like it just keeps happening 
and a lot of people don't understand it. A lot of people think it's stupid. A lot of people think it's bad, and like that's fine. But the mm-hmm. fact of the matter is, is like there's really no point to sitting here and trying to analyze it from like a game perspective or like a art perspective because it's 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 stupid. It's just one of those things that like you have to. I'm gonna sound like an asshole, but you have to get it. You know, you have to be able to feel those emotions. <laughs> Because that's all it is. It, it's a sure. really dumb, convoluted mess, but it has so much raw emotion in it that, like, if you ever wonder why there seems to be so many people that are obsessed with it and so many people that don't like it, that's that's why. Mm-hmm. You either felt that or you didn't. So that's the thing. And it's it's been a long, long wait, but it's coming out in almost a month. And I, uh, Yeah, what's that feel like? <laughs> what does it From feel our like? Reporter on the ground. What uh, does it feel like to have Kingdom Hearts three come out in a month? Uh, it's weird. It's it's really weird because it's one of those things that it still feels fake, even after them literally saying that the game is finished and being printed and seeing all these trailers. It still feels fake. I don't feel like I'm ready for it to be over. You know, like it's not, it's not going to be the last Kingdom Hearts game, but. For me, at least, it's, uh, you know, it kind of feels like I've been, like, obsessed and, like, involved in this whole thing my whole life. You know, like, getting involved with, like, Kingdom Hearts forums and talking about the story and, you know, talking about the game was, like, a big part of me starting out getting involved with the internet. And mm. uh, it just seemed... memories. It, yeah, it, like, it, it was, like, my basically my gateway into anime and rpgs like i had never played a final fantasy game before the only rpg i had played before that was paper mario so it was kind of like my gateway into pretty much everything i like so it (laughs) the way i think about kingdom hearts basically informs so much of other media and art that i enjoy so it's never really gonna it's just one of those things that's just so ingrained in me that the idea that there's going to be some kind of like general conclusion to that story coming out in a month is bizarre. <laughs> Wild. It's bizarre. Yeah. Um, so if you're still listening to this uh, after January 29th, uh, w- welcome to the Kingdom Hearts podcast, starring only Andy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what it's gonna be like. Any any episode we record after that, it's just gonna be me on mic talking to Andy. Like you just hear furious buttons clicking and clacking, and like Donald is there sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, you know, so it, it's one of those things. It's super emotional, it's super incoherent. It is what it is. But you know, speaking of bizarre, oh, Captain <laughs> <to> Segway. <laughs> Yeah, so on this podcast, we read JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and we're going to continue at part six. And where we last left off, a lot of shit happened. Isn't that right, Jack? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We had a double Inception uh, twist, which, depending on who you are, could miss or hit. Mm, That's fine. Big miss. Swing and a miss. (laughs) Swing and a miss. miss from Andy. (laughs) Um, and now Jolene, uh, has Jorts who has had his stand ability taken from him. And his um, soul, and, basically. And his soul. And he got shot a bunch and is dragging him into the ocean. Yeah. So 
throughout JoJo, the idea of the soul has slowly becoming more, has slowly started becoming less metaphysical and more physical. And uh, yeah. it, you kind of saw that in part five with uh, Giorno literally, like, I mean, like, people have talked to ghosts in JoJo before, but, like, like you know, how Bruno's a zombie and all that weird shit. Well, now it's it's literal because White Snake can turn your soul into a CD if you ever wanted to date the shit out of part six uh, CDs. <laughs> they'll just turn it into a Blu-ray. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they'll just have a Blu-ray. Jolene will pick it out and be like, oh, this is an HD DVD and it'll be <laughs> fine. An HD, no, actually make it HD DVDs with the weird maroon box. Oh, God. Oh, God, if anybody remembers that. I remember the 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 last big uh, format war that happened over, like, four months. I mean, if you think about it, we're never going to see anything like that happen ever again. Like, How much is an HD DVD player? <laughs> Specifically the one that you could buy for the 360, which was the dumbest oh, thing in the universe God. because you bought this thing. It only worked if you attached to the 360 and it only played HD DVDs. <laughs> it was a different time. Like, can you still buy these things? Oh, yeah, it's like 30 bucks. So this is an instance where the technology went the other way after it was like, discontinued instead of being like rare and expensive it's just like a dollar yeah these aren't betamaxes or laser discs or anything like that i own three hd dvds i have a copy of peter jackson's king kong a copy of the breakfast club and a copy of superman returns on hd dvd (laughs) superman returns is a great movie i love that film it's really dumb but it's got a lot of heart anyway uh yeah, yeah, so we should get we, we should, should get, get to going. It. We are rambling like crazy, but it's fun yeah, it's though. Fine. I like it. We can we can spread our legs on this episode. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I was saying, uh, Jolene is dragging Jorts into the beach where there should be a submarine from the Speedwagon Foundation ready to carry them to freedom. In case you were wondering how much not how nonsensical this part is, we're going to get a submarine. <laughs> not a, that's not even the craziest part. No, it's not even the craziest right. part. We're currently dragging jo- Jorts' corpse using her string powers to get a submarine off the coast of Florida. <laughs> Where is it? I'm at the beach. Where is it? The Speedwagon Foundation, the organization you're involved with. I don't know what kind of group they are, but that UUV is really here. They must have a hell of a lot of money and technology. These wounds, gunshot wounds like these, they should be able to. They should be able to take better care of you than any doctor, right? Now, where's the youve? Where's the youve? And where uh, the hell is it? Just so you, just so you guys know, this is uh, chapter twenty, Prisoner of Love. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's the youve. Yeah, it's just like a little, a little submarine. Oh boy, the guard, the guards are coming after Jolene. <laughs> We repeat, um, it, permission to shoot to kill has been granted. One of our fellow guards was shot in the hallway. The prisoner is armed. Setting out, the, bark, bark, setting bark. out these fucking Dalmatians. Woof, bark. Wow, these dogs actually don't look like Eldritch Abominations. He finally, no, they look like... He finally could like draw a dog. <laughs> hey. Everything you said was true. The EUV really is already at the beach. 
Jorts uh, <laughs> is like drowning in a foot of water. Great. Yeah, so Jorts uh, isn't dead, but he's basically a vegetable. So Jolene has to be careful of these things. Yeah. The fuck are you doing? What? Bleed, bleed. No, he can't. There's no way. It's impossible. This bleeding, a serious wound, make him bleed way more than this. He was shot, but the wound's pretty shallow, and the hole's far from places like his heart and his liver. It wasn't a vital hit. He may not be able to walk in this condition, but it shouldn't be life-threatening. It's strange enough that he wasn't able to dodge the bullet in the hallway. Starts to do CPR on him. But then why is his heart stopped? Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> Actually, bark sound effects. Something worse than death will happen. Yep, thanks, Emporio. She drops the pendant into his jacket and just screams into the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Look, the dogs have cornered her. There's something moving outside the fence. We got her. Watch her gun. I'm gonna fucking kill her. Wanna shoot her after she swims out to sea? No, I'm not outside the fence. I'm right here, if you're talking about me, that is. Guard turns around with his shotgun. Jolene String whaps it out of his hand as he tries to shoot her. Also, not... Alright, I'm gonna assume they have slugs in these shotguns and yeah. not uh, pellets because her arm would be gone. Yeah, these must not be, like, like old-fashioned shotguns because that shot goes past her her arm and side of her face would be decimated. Yeah, so it's like, do you know, you know what a slug is? Vaguely, no, I don't know the yeah. specifics. Uh, so in a shotgun, you can put like shot, which is like a cartridge filled with like basically BBs with a uh, a plug of black powder, or whatever, and like does the whole spread thing. Or you can just put a really big bullet in oh, there. Oh, okay. It's just like a solid chunk of metal, and that's called a slug. And that, that looks like what this is supposed to be, because it's just one projectile. Anyway, b- whatever. Huh? What? Why did I drop my shotgun? Goddamn bitch! Wait, don't shoot. She's got both her hands up. Don't shoot. She's defenseless. She isn't armed. So you're going to surrender? Mm. 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 <laughs> I thought there was someone else with her. A tall man who came to visit her. He should be here too. Find him. So that's where you were. Um. Uh. Okay. Uh, okay. We zoom in on Jolene's hand. We see that she has one single string coming out of it to the window of the prison. Um. And this is this ability of stone freeze comes up now and again. Um. It's uh signified by hiragana on the string and basically she can hear the the voice like if someone's talking to the string she can hear it or see it whatever yeah that's actually Um, a pretty practical application of the power because you know it's kind of like putting a string and tying it to two cans and yeah we've definitely said that before but in a prison setting it makes a lot of sense yeah why Uh, why didn't you run because the dogs cornered you but you're safe. It's a miracle that you're safe. I'm sorry, but your father is dead now, and that gloopy thing stole his psychic power. But he managed. I, what is it with gloop? Like, is gloop a thing? I would think goop, but not gloop. With gloop. 
Gloop is like active goop. <laughs> I guess I never thought about variations, but yeah, we'll go. We'll, yeah. we'll go with gloop. Yeah, but you managed to survive somehow, and yet, why did you run away? You saw the UV come to the beach. Because the killer ran inside, not outside, inside. <laughs> Important lot, man. The reaction faces in this great because it's just Emporio question mark question mark exclamation mark. <laughs> he only had one goal the entire time: a star platinum. Turning that stand into an object and stealing it is both his ability and his goal. But he didn't run towards the window. Just now, I saw him heading deeper into the hallway, even though the outside area of the prison was right in front of his eyes. The killer went back inside the jail on purpose. He won't come out again, because he's someone who belongs inside. D don't tell me. You're gonna try and get the stolen stand back? You think that if you get the stand back, your father will come back to life? That's why I'm going back inside. It's hard. It's... It's hard for me to say this, but once they're dead, human bodies will only rot. That melted bone belonged to my mother. My mother was a prisoner who gave birth to me here. I've been hiding and living inside, living here ever since. She died after being hypnotized by him, too. This is what I meant when I said something worse than death will happen. You were lucky enough to survive, Jolene, yet now... You know what? I thought that bone was a different thing. But, no, uh, you're thinking of the bone, the other plot important piece of bone that comes yeah, up later. Yeah, there's two bones in this because of course there are. Yeah, we'll not? get why to why it. <laughs> Looks like the UUV headed back out to the sea. And kid, you've got something wrong. My father isn't dead. His body's simply been frozen because he lost his stand ability. I feel some bizarre co confidence about this. I guess because I share his blood? He isn't alive, but he isn't necessarily dead, either. If I get his stand back, I'm sure he'll come back to life. I'm really glad she was able to come to that conclusion with, like, no evidence or... or... Jolene is very <laughs> strong-headed and willful. <laughs> that man is nothing but a mystery. And how about investigating him with me? First, tell me who you are, and everything else you know. Oh, and here comes the squad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just as every every guard every dog guns honor all right fine um and we cut back to john golly a shot in the hallway bleeding to death you did it you finally got the ultimate stand the power to stop time and jotaro is dead now i made sure to shoot him too Yes, I achieved all of my goals. Thanks to you, John Gallier. We're truly a fine duo. <laughs> Please, take me to the male prison. I let my guard down. Hey, where is my gun? Pop! Right here. Pop! Fucking unloads on him. And look at this pose. That white snake is in right now. <laughs> this, like, sexy, sexy pose. <laughs> like, ass out, lounging on this pillar. His lower body is contorted in such a way right now. <laughs> yeah. The man who killed Kennedy ended his life this way, too. 
Lee Harvey Oswald, I think his name was. Dead men tell no tales. Nice, nice Disney reference. <laughs> yeah. All right. It won't be the. I mean, I did definitely wasn't intentionally Disney reference, but it's funny no. because there will be other Disney references in this part. <laughs> it's not even a reference; it's just a call out. Yeah. That's how history always works out. You're the only one who knows my true identity. The guard's murderer was all your. The guard's murder was all your work as well. It's mine. Looking at the, the disc of Star disc. Platinum. Oh, here's Jungali A. Name, Jungali A. Prisoner ID. Number, cell number, 313. <laughs> Term, seven years. Charge, murder. Physical characteristics, tall, mostly blind. Bio, military veteran. Sniper, can acutely sense the movements of air between his and his target's body. A rifle sniper who never misses his mark. Stand name, Manhattan Transfer. Whew, all right, here we go. Aramis Sticker, part one. Green Dolphin Street Prison, also known as The Aquarium. The short version of the stories that I've always lived here in hiding. Oh, this is Empora. Go ahead. Oh, is this, oh, this is actually him talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a certain point in time, a mystery and a power was born here. One normal people can't see. And it's, a, it's an especially turbid one. Jack, what does turbid mean? Um, hard to see, opaque, like, uh, turbid water is like, you can't see the bottom. So in this context, he's basically saying that it's hard to understand, hard to grasp. Yeah, yeah, cloudy, opaque, or thick. Okay. As turbid as the bottom of a deep lake filled with corpses, this power can put people to sleep. Then while its goop digests their bodies, it steals their hearts, and the man who possesses this power has chosen not to leave the prison. Who is he, and why is he trying to steal people's hearts inside this prison? At this point, I don't have any idea either, but he stole the heart of Cujo Jotaro, Jolene's father. Jolene had a chance to escape, but she went back inside. She believes that if she can retrieve her father's stolen heart, he'll come to life. She says that she can feel it in her blood. Is it really squeak, true? Squeak. I have hope. I have hope in how confident she looked. As punishment squeak. for trying to escape, Jolene got five years added to her sentence and has spent several weeks in solitary confinement. Everything will start after she gets out. Everything. But before that, there's something else I have hoped I have hope in. Something I need to investigate. Another prisoner. Her name is Aramis Costello. Was I reading for Hermes? Uh, yeah. Jolene's already met... Wait. Oh, yeah, it's still Emporio. It's oh. fine. Jolene's already met her once as well. And hey! This, into... yep, what? This, this time we see, like, zoom in on Hermes, like, in her cell as a uh, janitor is trying to, like, sneak money off of her. Off of her. <laughs> hey! the fuck are you doing ah wait a minute did i get money stolen just now shit was it the janitor god damn it hey hold on a second you asshole uh wakes up realizes she's attached to an iv the sick room is that where i am i remember now i hurt my palm then i got a fever 
I think I cut my palm and started bleeding, but now there's hardly any kind of scar. Peels off a weird sticker on her hand. Yeah, we'll get there. Hold on, wait a minute. Whoa! Toss. My examination card, uh, this file, I, I know this is mine, but how am I supposed to read this thing? No way! It says the doctor came to check up on me six times? You mean I slept through six whole exams? Wait, I remember even more now. I got sent to this prison for robbery with a five-year sentence. Then, before the court ruling, I picked that thing up in the holding jail. It was stuck on the drain and... They're stuck on the drain cover in the holding jail's meeting room. A pendant that someone dropped without any chain attached to it. I pick it up and took it with me. But then I cut my hand and got pissed, so I sold it to her. What was that girl's name? Guess? Yeah, I sold the pendant to a prisoner named Guess. But then, that night, I got a high fever and was carried to here. A 107 degree fever. Did some bacteria get inside me or something? Have I been asleep here since then? If they checked me six times, does that mean I've been here for six days? Was I unconscious until I awoke just now? There's no way. I feel fine now. Sticker Th on her palm. Same sticker. Hmm. Uh, I, I thought I just... Continues peel. to pull off more stickers. Peel. Peel. Sticker. 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 Uh, uh, I thought I just peeled it off. This is the sticker that was stuck to my hand. Am I remembering this right? In the year 1492, Columbus discovered a new continent. Mickey Mouse's birthday is November 18th. Like, <laughs> is that true? <laughs> is it true? Huh, no shit. Yeah. I know I'm right. What? But I just peeled it off! The sticker on the on a shoe on the ground instead of two shoes now there's three shoes <laughs> wacky <laughs> uh, uh, my shoes why uh huh D hmm oh now she <laughs> now there's a sticker on a finger and now she has six fingers it's a funny trick because if you if like there's ever m more than five appendages on a hand your brain like has a hard time seeing it because it he just it, it auto corrects like I looked at this didn't notice it at first until she started counting the numbers uh, yeah and then you see it's like oh god oh god that looks wrong uh huh Wah! peel peels off the sticker from one of the fingers slam the finger slams back into like the, another finger kind of just like bleeding in the process and now she has five fingers again ow what I, five i'm back to normal what was that wait is my fever making me delirious but that sticker just now that sticker was stuck on my finger when i took it off where is it where's the sticker i just took off oh no oh it's on the chamber pot filled with piss <laughs> i was wondering why is Araki going to the trouble of drawing this, like, piss-filled jug in, like, every single panel? Ah, wait, it's Chekhov's piss. That's why. <laughs> there are two bedpans. There's the sticker I just peeled off. Oh, no. Oh, God. The sticker God. peels off because of the piss. The lands back together. Breaks. <laughs> oh, God, Gross. I'm 
the hell's going on? What's all that noise? Shut up already. Looks like her illness is getting worse. Call the doc. <sighs> it's nothing. Go back to sleep. What happened just now? Is, is my fever making me hallucinate? No. This shoe. I'm actually touching it. It has weight. This is actually happening. Objects are being doubled. It's beyond me, but it's actually happening right next to me. This sticker! When I put this sticker on something, it turns one object into two. And when I take it off... It gets damaged when it turns back into one. How could it do that? (laughs) This This is the weirdest, like, stand ability to make the secondary character, like, have... Like, yeah, it seems like it seems like something a stand of the week stand would have, but yeah, here's Hermes and she's yeah. got it. Sticker. That's the only thing I can call it. It's crazy, but it just looks like a normal sticker. And this sticker is, it came out of my own body. And cut back to the cell. Yeah, hallway. What happened to my body? I can think all I want. It isn't going to give me the answer. The fact is, I can create this sticker with my hands. This is reality. I just have to accept reality. And once I do, it might be pretty useful. Peels off the sticker. Uh, the, the copy of the mop she was holding flies back to where the janitor uh, who took her money is holding the mop. And it kind of sandwiches him between the two mops. <laughs> So we're on uh, Ermie Sticker Part 2. Okay, asshole, time to give me get back the money you stole, goddammit. Alright, so we got a profile on Whitesnake in his iconic pose here. Yeah. Standing, Whitesnake. User, I don't know. Power, I don't know. Speed, D. Range, I don't know. <laughs> Staying power, A. Precision, I don't know. Learning, I don't know. Ability. While a human is asleep, it can melt their heart and remove it as a disc. It can acquire two discs, a stand disc and a memory disc. People who have lost their hearts lose all their mental power, so they either die or, if life support technology is available, they will remain in a coma. Currently, the stand's user and its goal are unknown. Next page, really good shot of Jolene and Ermes here. Mm-hmm. A sticker that comes out of Hermes Costello's hand. When she places that sticker on something, it gets copied. When she removes the sticker, the copied object merges back with the original and damage occurs. She will name her stand Kiss. Spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> this janitor absolutely eats shit because of the, uh, the two mops coming to sandwich him. Whoa! If I think hard enough about it, this comes out of my hand instead of being vague. I need to. Uh, what this comes out of my hand instead of being—is that vague? <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's vague. Okay, I need to powerfully think in my mind that I want to do it, and then the stand. I, I guess yeah, the sticker appears when she thinks real hard about it. Mm-hmm. Is what that was trying to say. Yeah, stand abilities. Yes, got him. Give me back my money—the the money you stole from me. Where are you hiding it, you son of a bitch? In your pocket? Hey, get over here! Oh, oh. boy. Two discs sliding out of this man's head. So, if a person's not a stand ability, what's on the, what's on the, second, what's on the second disc? 
Um, well, this disc might have been put in there by someone. Uh, oh, right. Mm -hmm. right, right, right. You can do that. I forgot. What is this? Shloop. Back into his head. The man stands up and walks away. Huh? Did he leave? Wasn't he curious as to why the two mops sandwiched him and knocked him down? Just now. What, what happened? I need to get my own thoughts in order. I got a fever and spent six days asleep in this sick room. Then, when I woke up, I could suddenly create a sticker with my hand. That and this. Ugh, how do they connect it? And that janitor just now. It was, in his, it was in reach, so I grabbed it without thinking. What is this thing that split out from his head? This thing! What the fuck is it? It's a disc. We don't know which disc it is. Uh, she's at the, at the doctor's office. Mm. Seems like you got some bacteria just got in your wound and caused you to get a fever. You won't need any more medication. I give you permission to leave. You may return to your cell. Next! Um, I have a little question. There's a janitor here, right? Is he a well-behaved prisoner? Do you know his name? Mm. Huh? Uh, I was asking the guard back there, not you, doctor. Who's the janitor? And why the hell do you want to know, huh? Next! <laughs> Smash cut. Bathroom. Just what is this? It looks like a CD from the shape and the way it shines. It looks like some kind of disc, but it feels kind of rubbery and elastic. I know I saw this come out of that janitor's head, along with the well, along with another one. There were two attached to his face. What? I can see it, something inside it. The image of money inside the disc. The money I stole from the sick prisoners is mine. I've hidden $5,000. No one will find it in the banister pole at the courtyard steps. Unscrew it, and it comes off. What, what the... What am I watching? I can hear her voice. Ah, ah! Yep, the disc is inside Ermi's right now. <laughs> and we see White Snake talking to the janitor. McQueen, that's what I like about you. I like you. I really do. At first glance, you look petty, but you're actually quite evil. McQueen, you have an evil that drags people down with you. Will you help me out as a friend? Shloop! Uh, pops the disc into the toilet. <laughs> what was that? What did I just see? It was like I was watching someone else's memories. I heard that you were sniffing around for info on me. I have experience being followed, you know. Mop, 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 mop. But I've never been followed by a woman before. Yeah. It's my first time. Alright, so McQueen, this guy, he's got fuzzy pants with belts on his ankles. Um, and a, a big belt that goes over his dick for some reason. I mean, that yeah, that's like a studded leather codpiece. Um, he also <laughs> looks to have what seemed... Like a pair of jeans that were made into a shirt. You see that? Yeah, it's like a, a denim top. But no, wait, now that I look at it, yeah, it's like literally looks like a pair of jeans with the back pocket and everything on the front. Yeah, the belt loops around the neck hole. What in God's name? <laughs> this is high fashion. Yeah, th this, is, this is operating at a level that I cannot, I fundamentally cannot understand. <laughs> um, and he also has an M 
uh, molded in hair on his forehead. Of course he does. Oh, man. Just what the hell are you, fuckface? So much happened all of a sudden, and that's gotten really confused. But for the time being, I want to know about you. You ejected some diss thing from your face, didn't you? You're the real creep here. Drip? Uh, I can't remember. What was that again? I'm so pathetic. I can't remember. <laughs> what, what are you crying for? Uh, uh, uh. You, you, you stole my money in the sick room, right? Yesterday night. And you aren't just a normal prisoner. What the hell are you? Money. That, that's right. I have a lot of money hidden somewhere, but I forgot where. Where was it? What? I can't remember where the money is. Even though I'm the one who hid it. So pathetic. I'm trash. Hey, come on. Are, are you okay? Are you trying to play dumb or something? I'm talking about your face here. Can you ask me if I'm okay? Me? You're so nice. How many years has it been since I've spoken with a woman? No, it's my first time. I've never in my entire life had a heart-to-heart talk with a female. Oh. Are you okay? What a wonderful phrase filled with care. Right now, I'm so happy. Someday, I want to meet someone like you and live with her for the rest of my life. I'm really glad uh, Joge officially has its first incel. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and Ermes reacts, as you would think, with just a <laughs> just blank-faced stare. Huh? But that'll never happen. I'm just so pathetic. I feel like dying. Jesus and fucking Christ. Yeah, trigger warning for uh, suicide. This turns man out. just uh, pulls out his belt and hangs himself. Yeah, okay. Right, right from the pipe here. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Uh, oh, that's right. This stand. God. And we see weird little purple propeller things come out of Hermes' neck as the queen strangles himself in the background. What? what? Oh, right. Stand name, Highway to Hell, user Thunder McQueen. Is... Wait, wait a second. Like the car? Like Lightning McQueen but Thunder McQueen? I mean... Let's see what Thunder McQueen is. <laughs> is it a band? Is it a song? Thunder... Oh, no. Not the JoJo entry. God damn it. <laughs> uh, uh, I just get things for Thun- Lightning McQueen from Cars. Hold on. Hold on. Namesake. Alexander McQueen. British fashion designer. Okay. <laughs> but why is, he th- why is he Thunder McQueen? I... Uh... I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> Did oh, I'm, uh oh, actually, this is this is kind of dark. Thunder's namesake Alexander McQueen unfortunately committed suicide in 2010. Oh God! It was wait, is that after this? Or oh did... man, if that was after, if that was before this, that's really in poor taste. Yeah, that's like... really fucked up. When did Stone Ocean came out? <laughs> oh man. Because oh, this was already pretty dark. Okay, 2000. Okay, so well before that happened. But it's horrible, just, uh, tragic irony. Jesus Christ. Yikes. Yikes. Anyway. Okay. 
Um, Stand name, Highway to Hell, user, Thunderbird Queen, power, C, speed, C, range, A, staying power, C, precision, C, learning, C, ability. This stand pulls whoever Thunder McQueen wants into his own suicide, drowning, suffocation, explosion, falling, any kind of death is free game. It could possibly even pull someone in if he starves to death. And it's shown as these weird propellers for some mm -hmm. reason. Fucking part six. Jesus Christ. Here's Whitesnake. McQueen, truly, you are truly evil. You have no animosity. Animosity, power moves towards animosity. And a stronger power will always come to crush animosity. Animosity will always be destroyed in the end. It's quite simple. But you're different. You possess neither animosity nor malice. You don't even want to cause anyone any problems. You think you're the victim. And even though you aren't interested in people, you're hoping that someone will come and save you someday. But that's what I mean by true evil. It's more evil than evil itself. It's true evil which pulls people down into misfortune along with you. I really like you, McQueen. If you find one of my enemies in this prison, you'll be sure to clean them up and take them out for me. Ah! God, my neck, it's being crushed! What are these? McQueen dying in the background. Ermie's being crushed by these propellers. Ah, the moment he hung himself, my neck, my body's ended up in the same condition as his. Is it connected? Someone, someone help. This is insane at this rate. I'm going to die just like him. What should I do? Wait, maybe if I help him and let him down, my body will fall down too. But damn it, I can't reach him. Ah, my mind. Sticker. <laughs> yeah, sticker. Yeah. Tosses the sticker um, to, oh, at the noose that McQueen made doubles the noose she is able to like grab it rip the sticker off which rejoins the other noose and breaks breaks apart dropping him to the floor <coughs> and an, an ability an ability similar to mine there are other people out there like me <coughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> why the Fuck, did you do that? You saved me? <laughs> what the hell is up with you? Why did you even come near me? Can't believe you saved me. Although, forgive me for saying this, but I didn't approach you for any real reason. You're the one who started investigating me. No, I started asking questions because you seemed suspicious. And hey, what the hell were you thinking? Why did you do that all of a sudden? You hanged yourself. Why would you do that? What were you thinking? Why in fuck's name would you hang yourself i want an answer i owe my life to you not a single good thing has happened to me since i came here i was depressed i never even got any visitors i guess i just got a bit too hasty i won't do it again i've woken up life is such an important thing once you die it's all over you saved me i owe you now so what you're saying is you only hung yourself because you succumbed to an urge you just did it because you were depressed like people who overheat and shoplift? There was no other meaning behind it? Meaning? Just who the hell are you anyway? You have some kind of ability, don't you? Did the pendant hurt you somewhere? Ability? I don't know what you're talking about. But I'm fine now. 
Next time I get depressed, I'll go and talk to the doctor or the priest. Foreshadowing! And besides, I owe you for saving me. I need to treasure that. Any Anyone else would have just let me die. I'm indebted to you. I'm going to make sure I live a proper life and return the favor. <laughs> indebted to me? I don't really care about that. Besides, everything's fine now. McQueen is gone. <laughs> Hermes, <laughs> McQueen. Is not, Hermes is not as much of a hard-boiled bitch as she uh, lets on based on this panel. <laughs> and, and page turn... Great. <laughs> God, this is so dark. What the fuck? It's really dark, but it's also very funny. Yeah, th now, this is uh, black comedy at its highest. <laughs> yeah, because you turn the page and McQueen is drowning himself in a sink. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, purple stand energy starts coming out of... Uh, Ermi's mouth forming into this weird purple float ring. Hey! Looks over uh, some very unfortunate uh, marks on this yeah, man's arm. Yeah. The, those wounds on his wrist, are they from a razor blade? Could it be that he's trying to kill himself over and over again? He's attempted suicide numerous times. He wants to kill himself. That, that's what kind of person he really is. And this power is also clearly attacking me. I need to get away from this guy. If this nutcase dies, it means that I'll go down with him too. And he isn't aware of his own ability. I, I need to escape. <laughs> She's like floating in, in air like as McQueen is. Just scrabbling at anything. I'm even in the same pose as him. Now, now I'm moving away from him. Motherfucker! Sticker. Uh, puts the sticker on her face. And... What, what is that? Oh, oh, here it is. God damn you! Uh, what? <laughs> I'm, I think the scans are weird here. Like, she put... Oh, I see. She puts the sticker on her nose and it makes her a new nose to be able to breathe around the stand energy oh oh yeah, yeah i see that yeah <laughs> okay and she's able to grab onto the mop that's right here and like smack him in the face with it get him out of the sink <coughs> the disc i don't know how but that disc must have something to do with this where did it go i know it fell into the toilet i should keep that disc on me i want to die let me die <laughs> I said I'd pay you back, but there's no way a guy like me could. I want to die. Because I'm trash. Even though I owe you, I know you'll never speak to me again. A long time ago, a girl said she wouldn't mind being my friend, but then she moved away. See how pathetic I am? Oh my god, he is an insult. shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> then I'll give it to you straight. I don't want to be the one you owe your life to or your friends. If you ever go near me again, I'll fucking kill you. Please fucking kill me <laughs> if a wonderful Jesus. person like you did it. Jesus fucking Christ. I, I completely forgot about this arc. Uh, Hermes runs out of the bathroom. Hold on. Just now, she pulled some disc thing out of the toilet. I feel like that disc belongs to me. Will she give it back? No, I doubt she will. I feel like dying. 
All right, that's enough part six for one week. <sighs> oh, my God. All right. God. Okay. Oh, my God. This is too much. <laughs> yeah, part six really swings for the fucking fences. There's just tone tone shifts everywhere, every direction. Tone shifts coming at you, coming at you hard. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about this part five episode real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's up. let's do let's do that. Yeah. So another fucking banger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is um not really like the second Aerosmith episode. Like at the end of this, this whole the whole fight is going to be one and a half episodes. But mm-hmm. like. The first half is this, and again, it's Narancia uh, with his, like, Toy Story moment not being able to uh, get the automatic door to open, and, like, it closes on him, but he just uses Aerosmith to, like, uh, crash open the door, break open all these phones, try to get coins, but uh, Formaggio, whose name I did remember... um, cuts all the phone wires and, and the bit where uh Narancia figures out that Formaggio has just been hiding in his pocket this whole time and just pulls him out is really good <laughs> um y- using the the pen like a jet pack to get out of Narancia's hand looked really cool animated mm-hmm. um Aerosmith just looks so good Oh I god, yeah, it, it never stops being cool. Oh, this weird self-shaded airplane. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh I I I really liked how, you know, I mean this is just a part of the fight, but I just really like in general how Narancia slowly gets smaller and it takes him a while to realize what's happening and like mm-hmm. the phone is like too big. And phone <laughs> too big, knife too big, shoe, shoe too, too big. big. <laughs> Oh, it's great. Um, and for Maggio, just being, like, continually confused about, like, why can that fucking plane see me? <laughs> why is this air hog following me underwater? Yep. Um, and the realization that it's based on CO2. Uh, but before that realization comes, we get an incredible, like, ten minutes of, like anime original stuff with la squadra yeah that came out of nowhere and i can't believe it but it's awesome yeah like this weird smash cut or like scene transition from uh the sewer into a bathroom that formaggio is in we see him shrink um like a matchbox size real car into an even smaller car walk out of this bathroom walk by this <laughs> this politician guy i'm assuming or like business magnet uh toss this like pea-sized car into his champagne we see the man drink it and then he meets up with the rest of these idiots and we see pesci and prosciutto <laughs> pesci looks disgusting I yeah love he, lo- it. he looks like an absolute demon and this whole scene with uh what's his fuck um formaggio formaggio like executing this guy by putting making the tiny car get big and killing the guy's girlfriend or whatever with him it was just like oh my god yeah uh, the the line i like best from here from Pujito, just by drinking that milk it's possible you're making us lamer by association <laughs> why do you think so we're bringing good. along <laughs> um 
Oh yeah, and we see uh, Leone here with the uh, stand user of baby baby face, the worst stand. Mm. Um, and then yeah, as it, when Formaggio deactivates his stand, a car explodes out of the top half of this man, and <laughs> it falls on his girlfriend. Oh god, this this was like crazy. Cause, Cause, the guy just explodes. Yeah, he just straight up blows up. Uh, man, and then we get the uh, we get a scene with the rest of the assassination crew with um, I forget Metallica's user. I forget Risotto. Risotto Nero. Risotto Nero. Thank you, Gaccio. And then this this other guy whose name I forget. Which guy? The one who's sitting next to Risotto on the left, this, like, pigtail guy. Oh, what? yeah, fuck if I know. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out later. Yeah. Um, and they're like, where's Gelato and, um... Man, I'm terrible with names. <laughs> Sorbet and Gelato. Sorbet and Gelato. And I got... One of them is like, maybe they're just fucking somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> great i mean i think they're like you know for all the talk about how gay part five is i think they're the only out and out like gay characters in it them and i think the the crash and talking heads guys were gay oh yeah probably yeah remember yeah well we'll get i guess i'm thinking where the word i'm thinking of the points where the subtext becomes the text basically yeah where it's just like oh this is just how it is yeah um but yeah, and and then, oh god, because these are the two guys that were trying to find out who the boss really was, and they get the bits of the one mailed to them in slices. Yeah, in these giant oh. frames, bit by bit, and they sit there and line them up and realize that it's gelato cleaved into a cross-section, like a science experiment, and they imply, or actually straight up tell you, that they did this while he was alive. Mm-hmm. And Starting with his toes. And Sarbay had to watch it, and he basically drowned in his own saliva. And Well, gelato, gelato, like, suffocated to death while watching this happen to Sorbet. Yeah. Ooh, she- and they line it all up, and they just have this entire body. And th- this this scene was, was cool, well... It was disgusting and, like, terrifying, but also, like, getting to see these characters interact like this tells us, like, oh, this is just, like, the Bruno's Bruno's boys, the, the B-boys. Yeah. Um, but they just kill people. Yeah. So like, they're, they're still they're, friends. They're the chaotic evil version of Bruno's boys who are more, like, uh, it's like, what is it, like, good evil? Or like chaotic uh, neutral, I guess. Yeah, the chaotic neutral, probably. Yeah. Um, and then we cut back to the, like the latter third of the Narancia fight with Formaggio. We get some more Trish in the mansion being a brat. All the other guys are like, "Hey, where's Narancia? <laughs> it's been a bit. <laughs> he went out to get bread." what's up he's been gone three hours yeah and as uh fugo right rightfully suspects uh, something bad happened <laughs> yeah 
Uh, Formaggio figures out that the CO2 is what's giving him away to Aerosmith, and he figures out he's going to trick it by riding a rat to safety. But Narancia figures that out because there is one rat that is really, really pushing the envelope. Oh, yeah. Big rat, very out of breath from carrying around uh, carrying around Formaggio. Yeah, Formaggio gets lit up by super small Aerosmith, but he blows himself back to regular size, so these aren't fatal wounds. And then it ends, and everything's horny. And I As still... always, every time you close your eyes, it makes you feel so horny. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Sucks that this is gonna be the only ending theme. <laughs> it is, mm, yeah, it is. Yeah, because I just skip it, and that's why. Like, if there's a bit at the end, I'm gonna miss it because I don't. I'm not gonna sit through every, every time I close my eyes. I get horny, and I'm not gonna try to like scrabble through Crunchyroll's uh, like media player controls because that's a special kind of hell. Oh God, it's a nightmare. Why, why did all the Crunchyroll apps have to be such huge pieces of shit? <laughs> I don't know. Even with an HTML extension on the Crunchyroll player, it's like, like if I don't just watch an episode, like there's going to be an issue. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so next week we will see the conclusion of the Aerosmith arc. And then what's next, Jack? At the end of the Aerosmith arc? Oof. Hang what on. happens? What happens next? <laughs> Hang on. Let, let see. Remembering things in broad strokes, not so is much it, the details. Is it purple haze? No, it's not purple haze yet. We um, can't already be at Man in the Mirror. Fuck, it is. Wait, Man in the Mirror is is next week? No, because then we because fi- we have the order from the boss retrieve the key. Which is the the whole bit in the middle with like them getting an email, having to get the uh, the special key from Pompeii. But then yeah, they're gonna be in Pompeii next episode. Oh and right, the guy with the the ponytail or whatever he has in his hair. That's, 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 that's man, man in the mirror. mirror. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot. Wow, I can't believe we're so close to that. That's gonna be so awesome. I, I really want to see how they do the effects for that. Yeah, that's going to be sick. So really looking forward to that. Got a little bit of just like moving the story along in between. So get ready for that. And mm-hmm. with that, I think we can close this episode out. Yeah. Thanks again for listening, guys. You can always find us on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can find all of our episodes on the soundcloud find all the links to our stuff on r slash stardust crusaders um follow us on twitter at jojo underscore cast we tweet out the links to every episode every week over there um thanks thanks for listening to us always if this is your first episode if you've been listening us to us from the very beginning i'm sorry if you've been doing that (laughs) like whoo 122 that's yeah, an auspicious that's number. Yeah. Here's to many more. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Later, guys. Later, guys.